Hello, I'm Michael Brodeur, and welcome to Leaders Alliance. We are a global community of kingdom-minded leaders who are passionate about helping you become the world-changing leader that God created you to be. Join the conversation. Hello, everybody. Michael and Diane Brodeur back again with you for uh, Leaders Alliance. And so we're super excited about today because we haven't shared in a long time together. Diane and I have been hosting other guests and we've had a really good time of being with those guests. And I'm just so amazed at the content and the quality of what they brought. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, it's been but amazing. this is the fifth week of the month. And so we get a chance to actually speak and share a little bit about who we are, a little bit about what our vision is, and hopefully in a way that will help you to you know, really consider being a part of what Leaders Alliance is doing. So. Yeah, we just want to welcome you to join us. It's really God's putting together something pretty special. We're, a, we're an online community right now that has spread to many different nations and a lot of very gifted, talented people in the secular arena, in the arena of church leadership and church growth. We're really coming together to support one another and to live our best lives out loud in the world. Amen. So why don't we just open it with a word of prayer, Diane, and let's yeah, get come rolling. On. Come on, Lord. We just, we want the best, Lord. We want to live our best lives. We want to see your face and hear your voice and live lives of character and helps and love for the people in this world. So we just ask that you would equip us, that you would make us sensitive to the promptings of your will, and that we would be able to follow you all the days of our lives and make a difference in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about who we are as Leaders Alliance. We're going to cover a lot of different ground, talk about it in different ways. But as we get started, I just want to talk about the heart of what we're doing. Like, where, where did this begin in us? And I think for me, there was two things significantly that caused me to want to be a part and to build Leaders Alliance. Number one is I believe strongly in the promise of a coming ingathering of people into Christ, a coming harvest of souls. I have been praying about this for years. I believe that we're on the verge of it. You know, mm -hmm. Diane and I were both saved during the Jesus movement where there was hundreds of thousands of young people that came to Christ in a relatively short period of time. We believe that we're on the verge of something like that. And my biggest passion is to see that we're ready when God begins to move in that way. And we can't make these, these, these things happen. It really is the Spirit of the Lord that does it. There's millions of believers out there that are doing the best that they can, walking ahead. Um, sometimes they feel like they're having to reinvent the wheel to do, and they don't understand, well, we're trying so hard. Why are we being ineffective? Why, are, why, why is what we're doing not working? And those are some of the things that we've thought through and had thought leaders from all around um, link arms with us to be able to so solve some of those problems so that we can help one another. That's so good. The other side of this, though, is this sense that Jesus left us on this earth to be salt and light, yeah. to be affecting the world in a powerful way that actually produces results. And I've been a believer now for 45 years, Diane, even a little bit longer than I have. 
And over the years, I've actually watched the church have less and less influence and, and impact on culture than I would have thought. In other words, you know, we're in a season now where even coming out of the pandemic with all of the political unrest last year, with all the riots and difficulties, and now we're dealing with this war in uh, Ukraine where Russia has attacked Ukraine, the church has been fairly ineffective in bringing our influence to bear in these different issues. Mm-hmm. That we've been kind of marginalized to the perimeter. We've been considered by culture to be um, non-essential. And I just don't believe that's what God wants. I believe God wants us to be at the table speaking truth into these situations in a powerful way. And that's the other reason why I'm so passionate about Leaders Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this, in this particular day, we want to actually talk a little bit about who we are and what we're doing. So the first thing I want to share is that Leaders Alliance is part of a, of a larger movement of God that began really 28 years ago when God poured out his spirit on a small church in Toronto. And that this particular heritage that we have is part of what propels us to do what we're doing. Um, most of you have heard about the Toronto blessing. There was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that was absolutely amazing. 28 years ago when a man named Randy Clark came and did a conference with a, a couple named John and Carol Arnott, and God began to move in an unusual way. Mm-hmm. And since that time, literally millions have been touched by this outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, what happened is people showed up and all their lives, all of our lives, we pray that we would hear God, that he would touch us, that he would make himself known to us. Well, it happened. Where people literally sense the weight of God's glory, just like you hear about in the New Testament. And God began to heal people emotionally, physically, psychologically. Sometimes they would just lay on the floor under the power of the Holy Spirit. And it was like God was being a master surgeon and opening up their hearts and um, giving them hope giving them freedom, and it changed their worlds and their lives. It changed the lives in their homes and in their churches. And one thing that was very interesting about this, because we ended up going there um, a few weeks into the outpouring, and it was almost like a contagion on our clothes. Um, The presence of God was so thick, and what happened there was reproduced in our lives when we went home. We were able to pray for others, and they had the same exact experiences. We went to different nations. The same exact experiences happened. There was a transfer of anointing, like it says in uh, the New Testament, stir up the gifts that were given you through the laying on of hands and prophecy. And we had the laying on of hands and prophecy, and it, it just blossomed into all of the lives of those that we touched thereafter. That's awesome. And it it wasn't just us, too. I mean, literally, there were dozens of people that started new movements because they were touched. We're thinking of Heidi and Roland Baker started Iris Ministries. Bill Johnson was touched significantly, started Bethel. Cheon and his his crew got touched powerfully and started HIM. Uh, Leif Hetland. There's many, many others we can name, but there was also many churches that were started. There was many, as Diane said, many healings that happened. Many people, like thousands of people came to Christ. People were set free from life-controlling issues. It was just a beautiful time. And God, God didn't pick and choose through denominations. He, yeah. he, 
I mean, there were Baptists, there were Catholics, there were Episcopals, there was this move went across into believers' lives. Yeah. And so now, you know, 28 years later, a movement has formed around what happened called um, Catch the Fire. And Catch the Fire is just an amazing group of leaders that we've become friends with and have now partnered with. And part of the commission that we've been given is to form kind of an outer ring of involvement for Catch the Fire. Catch the Fire is roughly 150, 170 churches that are very committed to walking together and building culture together. But we're sort of this outer ring called Leaders Alliance that is like a bridge between Catch the Fire partners and the rest of the body of Christ. So that's initially, as we introduce Leaders Alliance, that's what it's all about. Okay. Yeah, and it, it, it I really um, commend the leaders of uh, Catch the Fire because, you know, when um, when a movement shows its best hand and gives its stuff away openly, sometimes people can feel controlling or they can feel, um, oh, you know, our stuff's going to be given away or what if we lose control or power? The the leaders of Catch the Fire are mature um members of the body of Christ and they want to give all that they have to others and so they've asked Michael they've asked myself to reach out across denominational lines across um you know into the marketplace and build people up where they're at yeah See, part of what we want to do is we want to restore the impact and influence of the body of Christ in every sphere of society now, we, we love the local church. We believe the local church is the center of God's purposes on the earth. I was a local church pastor with Diane for 33 years in San Francisco. We have an amazing history there. And now I spend most of my time over the last 10 years really strengthening and, and coaching local churches. Mm -hmm. We believe in the power and the purpose of the local church. But we also believe that if the local church stays within the four walls, we will not bring the blessing of Jesus to the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. So we need to empower leaders on every level, marketplace leaders, thought leaders, emerging leaders, church planters, evangelists. We believe that God is, is right now in the process of raising up every leader in the body of Christ mm -hmm. to be a point of influence and blessing to the rest of the world. And when we think of leaders, usually what we think of is the person at the pulpit or at the front of the room or the person that's organizing it. We're trying to change that. We're trying to change the culture of how we think within the four walls of the church because only 2% of people receive their salary from a, quote, ministerial position. So if that's the case, and the Bible says that we're all to be equipped to do the work of the ministry, 100% of us are in full-time ministry. Our that's lives right. are to be serving God and you know, what we do inside the church isn't more spiritual than what we do outside the church. That's right. But if we encourage people, well, if you're going to be a Christian, you come to church, you do things at church, and then you go home and do life outside the church. No, that's why we're being ineffective. We yeah. just need to come alive with God and live um, for him outside the walls of the church. And so there's a whole lot of information about how to do that. There's a whole lot of information about how to change your mindset. But the first step is to, to learn that there's actually 
a change of mindset that needs to be taken place. Yeah, in fact, Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 and 6 says this. says that Jesus died so that we would become priests and kings unto our God. Mm. That every single believer, and that means if you're a janitor in a, in a hospital or if you're a CEO of a company or if you're an educator in a university or a if you're a, a mom at home, you're called to be a leader. You're called to be a priest and a king unto God for your world. You're an influencer. You're a world changer. And part of our passion in Leaders Alliance is to help actually equip and empower every single believer to become the leader that God's called you to be. Mm -hmm. See, we believe that every one of us has a God-given destiny and purpose. In fact, we created a thing called destinyfinder.com to help people discover and fulfill their God-given purpose. Yeah. But ultimately, what we need also is we need the local church to embrace this vision. We need every church to become what we would call a destiny incubator for every member. We want to help each person discover who they are in Christ, who Christ is in them, and then to grow into their full capacity. And that takes some intentionality. That takes some developmental process. And that's one of the things we provide at Leaders Alliance. We are here. Leaders Alliance exists to equip and empower leaders from every sphere of society to be impactful in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There's a quote um, by, I can't remember his name right now, but the, one of the most important days is when you're born. And the second most important days is when you find out what you're here for. Who was that? Mark Twain. Mark Twain. <laughs> yeah. And I probably butchered that. But, you know, when you go across, we, we go literally around the nations. And if you ask people, they generally have a little bit of an ache in their heart. They're not sure exactly what they where they belong. They don't feel... And again, it's not 100% true, but it's greatly true where there's an ache in their heart where they don't feel embedded in community. They're not sure that they're hitting the mark. They're not feeling very valued in their own hearts about what they're doing and why they're doing it, or even if they're doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And so some of the material that we provide and um, also, we have weekly broadcasts where we're live with people and people can ask questions, but um, we want to provide help. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about Michael and I providing help. We're trying to get the best of the best into Leaders Alliance to speak into all of our lives. And another thing is that you guys have a part to play in this yeah. because every single person is needed on deck and we we want this to be like um a christian linkedin where we can get to know one another and and know what we're doing in our lives what our spiritual gifts are what our strengths are what our weaknesses are so that we can look um, online and um, meet each other and draw from the mutual strength of one another. That's so true. But the goal that we're, we're going after is we want to see, first of all, Jesus glorified. We want to see Definitely. his beauty uh, and, his, and his purpose and his passion and his love expressed fully in the body of Christ. Yes. But we don't want it just expressed in the four walls of the church. We want it expressed and overflow into every aspect of culture. Mm -hmm. We want to maximize the leadership potential of every one of us mm -hmm. so that we can be the influencers that God's called us to be. Mm -hmm. And part of that is we really want to help each one of you discover your God-given purpose, 
And then we want to create a pathway for you to fulfill that. And that means if you are a stay-at-home mom, that you'd be the best mom that you can possibly be and influence your children in a powerful way and influence your neighborhood in an amazing way. If you're a, an educator in, a, in an <laughs> elementary school, that you're influencing there in a powerful way. Now, some, some areas of society, you can't be public about your faith, but you can certainly be representing the beauty and the character of Jesus wherever you go, however you live. And so that's really what we're after is to produce that kind of result. And so we have different tools available, different support systems available. Like Diane said, we have the, the weekly call that we do and the weekly podcast. If you go to our, our YouTube account, we have a ton of already recorded stuff, mm -hmm. but we're going to be adding to it every single week stuff that will help you to become the leader that God's called you to be. We also are about to release, like within the next two weeks, a course on basic leadership principles that apply in every aspect of life. And then about a month later, we're going to release a course on advanced leadership that has to do with how to lead in organizations and structures in churches and in businesses in a way that will produce maximum kingdom results in your life and through your life affecting others. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's, it's a pretty amazing thing that we're, that we're taking on. The way we're doing it, though, is we're inviting key leaders from different parts of the body of Christ to join with us and actually create what we're calling catalyst groups. These catalyst groups are designed to help support people with specific focus and, and, and uh, emphasis, but then also to cross-pollinate with one another to create uh, other training tools and other support systems for every single leader that's a part of what we're doing to become what God's called them to be. Yeah. Maybe you could help me if I forget. Um, some of the catalyst groups are um, church leaders, church planters. Um, let's see, there's marketplace leaders, marketplace leaders, thought leaders. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, young adults, um, emerging leaders, emerging, is what we call it. young yeah. emerging leaders, people yeah. that are changing their world. Um, and the way it works, there's a couple more that I'm not thinking of in the moment, but the way it works is on our, on our weekly, um, broadcast. We all get together live and there's a lot of people on the phone in the chat boxes. We get to see each other and we'll have a message from someone and then we break out into our own catalyst sphere and you get to ch choose which kind you want to be in. You can change your mind and join another one at some point, but um, the, the window changes and suddenly you're in a chat room, a Zoom room with the people that are like-minded and the leader um, gives uh, gives some instruction, but really we're drawing out the, the um, wisdom that's in the group as well. You get a chance that's to right. share your heart, ask questions, um, receive prayer for one another. And so... Um, I mean, that's that's part of what the Catalyst Group does. Yeah, no, and that's twice a month we'll do that on the second and fourth uh, Wednesdays. And mm -hmm. then we also have on the first, we usually have a well-known speaker come in and, and speak for the whole time. So, for instance, this weekend we're going to have, or this, this Wednesday uh, coming up, we're going to have uh, Andy Bird, who's uh, a YWAM leader, who's actually the founder of something called The Send, which is an amazing gathering of young leaders to send them out in missions around the world. Um, today, we had Mike Frank on speaking about um, business and marketplace leadership principles. Again, we have a wide variety of speakers from different parts of the body of Christ speaking and bringing that kind of 
equipping value. Yeah. Okay. One of the thing I want to emphasize though is the fact that we are multi-denominational. Mm -hmm. In other words, we are obviously rooted in a movement called Catch the Fire, but we love the whole body of Christ. We love every expression. Anyone who truly is calling upon the name of Jesus with a with a sincere heart, we want to be connected to them. We want to support them. So you may be part of another movement. Well, you're still welcome to join what we're doing. Yes. You may be part of another denomination maybe something a historical denomination we want to see god bless you and empower you and equip you to be the leader god's called you to be and so we invite you to consider being a part of us and still maintaining your commitment to whatever other groups you're a part of yes we just took an international trip to um, germany first of all for two weeks and then on to turkey for a week and um we did see a few catch the fire people, but mostly they were movements and denominations outside of that. And um, we've, we're very open to coming to your locale, um, doing workshops, um, seminars, conferences, or just working with your own leadership team. We've worked out a really a helpful thing, especially for um, churches that are just beginning to grow that are maybe on the smaller side, where if we go to a specific locale and we visit many churches, they can literally split up the cost of our travel expenses so that it doesn't fall on just one small church. We want to make this, I mean, Michael and I have given our lives to this. We, it's our passion, it's our heart, it's, we want to equip people just like it says in Ephesians 4, to do the work of the ministry. And, um, and again, um, I think the largest church that Michael coaches is 20,000 people. The smallest is a home group. Um, we're committed personally to being lifelong learners, and um, everyone needs a coach. We need to be able to see our blind spots. We need outside eyes looking on us and helping us discern what we might be doing wrong and in to encourage us in what we're really doing well. Excellent. Encouragement can be lean, as you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and so true. And that's part of what I want to go into for a moment here as well, is just this issue of community. Because we are, obviously, one of my highest values as a person is intentionality. I want to see God be God in a way that impacts the world around us. Mm -hmm. I want to see souls won to Christ, disciples made, leaders yeah. trained. I, I'm an outcome-oriented person, but we're also committed to fostering community mm -hmm. and connection. Like we want people to be able to find one another, to be able to build real lifelong friendships and co-workership relationships. And this is one of the reasons why we provide the Catalyst Groups is we want to create the possibility for true community, for true love, for true uh, mutual support and peer, peer mentoring to happen in our midst. Yeah. We really value that. Yeah. I mean, uh, Michael has a whole series which comes out of the life passion about doing church as family. Yes. And when we do church as an organization, as a business, there's a lot of things that go wrong and we produce fruit that we're really not looking for. And um, when you think about uh, one of the qualifications for the early leaders in a church, for an elder, 
was that they would have a healthy home life, that they would be healthy people, that they would have be able to have people in their own home. Like we have to maintain a human quality in this world, you guys. We're just, we're yeah. becoming so plastic and so um, controlled. Right. We, we need to be able to um, gather people into a family and disciple them, which just really means to pour out our hearts into their lives so that they can change and be fulfilled in God. That's so true. And, and that's really why, you know, one of the, one of the buzz phrases right now in the church is, is missional community. Mm -hmm. See, we believe in community, but we believe in a sense of mission as well. Mm -hmm. And so Leaders Alliance is a missional community. Yes. We have a purpose, we have a goal, we have outcomes we're pursuing, but we also want to make sure we're doing it with the heart of Jesus with the heart of connection, with the heart of valuing one another, a culture of of, uh, of true honor for one another, respect for one another. We want to actually create, like Diane said a little earlier, this kind of LinkedIn idea. Mm -hmm. Now we're working with uh, integrating a, a, a tool into our website that will actually allow every one of our members to set up their personal profile and to be able to actually do so in a way that's really powerful mm -hmm. so that you can do a word search, find other people with similar interests, because all of us are kingdom minded. We all have a sense of God's purpose in the earth. We want to see it come to pass, but we also want to make sure that we're connecting with one another in tangible ways around real issues. Yeah. And that's really what Absolutely. we're going after. So. Yes. Anyway, it's exciting. So I want to now shift gears a little bit and talk about one of our main goals is to help foster collaborative relationships. Leaders Alliance is all about collaboration. That means we're laboring together. We're making something happen together. And so I believe that every one of us is a leader and therefore every one of us is building a platform from which our leadership can affect others. Mm -hmm. But we also understand that Christianity is not a solo sport. It's not something that I can just do on my own without the support and input of others. And so I'm looking for people that I can hook up with, that I can, that I can touch and, and connect with in order to build something together, a partnership, a, you know, maybe even a business partnership that might be a kingdom business or doing something in a way that one of our catalyst groups focuses on family and, and mm. how to build strong, healthy yes, uh, families with moms and dads working together with sons and daughters to create something real. Now, that's one of our catalyst groups, but we need that connection because there's many resources out there that we want to be able to implement and provide for those who are, who are hungry to strengthen their families. Mm -hmm. So that's just an example of what we're up to. So this kind of connection and this kind of collaboration, we believe will make the difference. Yeah. And you guys, this is young. This is, we're just months into this. Yes. And so, um, you know, I think that there's 180, 200 members thus far like this. We, we want to see this grow because we feel like it, it has a sense of life on it. And so we would just encourage you to get on, see what you think, have your friends look in and see what they think and see if they want to join. Because the more the merrier in this case, because it's a synergistic way to um, gain in power for what we need to do, the dunamis power of God. We can, um, we can glean from one another. And um, yeah, I just think, Really, there's so many dreams 
that we have for this that haven't yet been implemented because it's so new. I would love to take like um, missions trips together. We'd love to do in-person conferences at some point and have you guys help lead that. Um, we can certainly come to your area and bring people there. But um, And the thing that's wonderful about this is that you can make a difference in the formation of it. We're asking you to. We're saying, hey, do you have better ideas? Mm -hmm. Do you have more powerful things that you've, you're thinking of that we could do? We want your input. Are there things that we're doing that could be done better or yeah. in a different way? Um, it's a different type of thing that we're creating because we're not the ones that just want to do everything and tell you what to do. Come to us. Right. Um like a mother and we'll spoon feed you like let's build this thing together and right. uh and grow yeah i mean our our hope is to not be this top-down model of network that kind of exists around the body exactly. of christ we really want to be uh, a collaborative effort okay and part of that let, let me just give you a couple practicals on that go to leadersalliance.org mm -hmm. and you can sign up for our free uh a, a newsletter just sign up on the site. You can take a, a, a free set of trainings that are on there. You just sign up on the homepage and then you'll receive some notification about how to access the videos that are there on basic leadership principles. It's a, it's just a gift we're giving to the whole body of Christ. Mm -hmm. The membership obviously is something that we charge for because we want to have people buy in and we want to generate the resources to continue to grow and, and empower people. Mm -hmm. But part of our, our heart there is that we really want to see God's kingdom come and his will be done. There's three things that we're really looking for is we're looking to be a, a catalyst for revival in the world around us, mm -hmm. for reformation in the church, and also for transformation in, in the, the societal structures. Mm -hmm. In other words, we want to see all three happen. Revival, obviously, is something dear to our hearts. Diane and I both got saved in, in revival season. Mm -hmm. She was part of Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, and was part of that amazing mm -hmm. season of baptisms that happened there. But we believe, again, that God's bringing a new wave of revival to the earth. We want to be pushing that forward, participating in it. We want to see it happen. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing our part in Leaders Alliance to be a catalyst for that. Yeah. And and those are all of the things, the outward things that we want to do and accomplish and be. Also, we're really advocates for mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. We talk about, you know, um, transparency. We have to be transparent. We have to be real. People get into trouble in a performance-oriented church, in a performance-oriented business where there's no help and feedback, mm -hmm. where we can't be honest with one another, where we can't get therapy when we need it, and even possibly medication when it's needed. Like These are issues about becoming a whole happy person. We can't generate fruit that isn't us. We can do it a little bit. We can kind of fake it for a while, but it, what, what we what we replicate is ourselves. And John Wimber years ago, we were part of the Vineyard Movement for quite a while. He said, if this wasn't your church, would you go there? And Michael and I, we were very young at the time. We looked at each other and we thought, wait a minute, can you even ask that? Don't you just have to stay and 
and be faithful no matter what. You can't change it, right? Um, like these are things that that um, need to be addressed. Like there's nobody telling us what to do. We can change the face of the church to be more healthy and to be more world friendly, not by um, watering down the gospel or um, making things easy on people. Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. And he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Like there, there's a, um, there's a degree of self-denial that's a part of health. But again, we have a mission and we want to be healthy people and accomplish that mission. <laughs> That's so right. And we want to do so with the character of Jesus. Yeah. The fruit of the spirit in our life. You know, there's so much emphasis right now on anointing and power and supernatural things. But yes. there's also the other side, which is not just the gifts of the spirit, but the fruit of the spirit. Yes. That we want to see love and joy and peace and long suffering and gentleness and meekness and faithness, you know, faithfulness and self-control, all those different aspects of the character and nature of Jesus. We want to be able to foster. Yes. And that's why in reference to the church, we use the word reformation. Now, you know, 500 years ago, we had the Protestant Reformation. It was a major shift in the church that existed up to that point. And they understood some key concepts that helped to get the church back on the right track concerning a few things. But one of the elements that was missing, even though they rediscovered the concept of the priesthood of the believer is they never actually changed the way we did church to help each believer fulfill their God-given destiny and purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the aspects of reformation that we're trying to bring to the body of Christ is that we believe that the church, unfortunately, because we've been preoccupied with caring for people, that we've created an organization that's pretty much consumer-driven kind of spectator orientation. And that's fine. We need to care for people. We need to love people. But that's not the primary foundation of the church. The scripture says that the church is to be built on the foundation of apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. And so how do we build a church built on the foundation that the Bible recommends? Because we've neglected that foundation of apostles and prophets and we've shifted to a foundation of pastors and teachers. Now, those are important gifts, and we never want to neglect them, but they were not foundational. Mm -hmm. So when we focus on pastoral care as our primary focus, we create churches that are ingrown, focused on their own needs, focused on actually uh, consumerism. We want to actually empower people like Jesus did when he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. He gave us a vision. He gave us a purpose. He gave us an impact that he wanted us to have. And when he left us here before he ascended into heaven, he said this. He said, all authority is given to me. You go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to do everything I've commanded you. Mm -hmm. I'm with you always till the end of the age. So this thing we call the Great Commission is really the at the very heart of Leaders Alliance, that we want to raise up um, and strengthen churches to produce the kind of leaders that see themselves not just as churchgoers, not just as consumers of Christianity, but as actual ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven affecting every area of society. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I just, I think that, again, it's 
I really believe God wants to do a supernatural move across the globe and change the culture of the body of Christ. And we have to be open to that. We have to be open to doing things differently. Um, how is it that you say this, Michael? Pastors, um, emphasis is to care. To care and to keep. To care and to keep. And an apostolic is to train, train and, and to send. And so I feel sorry for pastors. You know, it's it's a vocation. It's a calling. But they've been taught, you're the end all. You're the person that meets everybody's needs. You have to get them to do stuff. You have to send them out. You have to, and you, you have, well, that's not actually a biblical model. The biblical model is there's apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, teachers, and each one is supposed to be powerful in their job. And they're not even supposed to do their job. The next verse says that you would equip the, the saints to do those jobs, to do mm -hmm. the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. And um, that gets the ball back into the hands of the people where they're not just sitting in rows, listening, and then they go home, live life, come back, listen again. It gets us all participating and alive in life with God. Mm. And, um, you know, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, anyway. that's, that's the image of the body of Christ. Yes. It's that literally, like, look at my hands, look at my face, look at my eyes and my ears and my, my chest, my internal organs that you can't see. In other words, there's all these different parts of my body. There's a billion cells in my body. All of them have a role. And if all of them are functioning at their prime level of effectiveness, then the body will be healthy and strong and powerful. But did you know that the average church in the United States is only mobilized at about a 20% level or less? That means like 15% of the people are doing all the work of the kingdom and 85% of us are basically consumers and spectators. We go in, we watch, we listen, we raise our hands in worship, but then we go home and just live our lives. That's not what Jesus intended. Jesus intended that every single person would have a part to play in the overall health and dynamic and power of the body of Christ, that we would be his hands and his feet, his eyes and his ears and his mouth to be able to bring the blessings of the kingdom that Jesus inaugurated 2,000 years ago, yeah. that we would be the ones to continue to extend that. And so one of the things we envision is this idea of creating ambassadors and embassies. See, I believe in the local church and the church is important and essential. The church is the incubator for the ambassadors. Mm -hmm. But as we incubate you, as we grow you, as we strengthen you, as we empower you, as we give you tools and a vision for reaching your world for Christ, then we send you forth. And when we send you forth, we want you to think in terms of being an ambassador, of representing a kingdom that is still in its process of manifesting on the earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Jesus prayed, on earth as it is in heaven. We're called to bring that kingdom reality. And I believe one of the key concepts of that is that we create embassy. 
So if you're in a workplace situation that you'd find two or three other believers, you begin to pray together. Begin to ask God to bless the, the leaders of your of your business or the leaders of the school you're in or the leaders of the, of the hospital you work in. That you begin to invite God's presence and power to come. That you begin to look for real opportunities to share your faith in such a way that wouldn't violate the policies of the organization, but would still allow you to be able to represent Jesus as a true ambassador of his kingdom. Mm -hmm. See, this is what we're trying to bring about. And this is why we're inviting people to connect with one another, to create training tools for that kind of outcome, to create your platform so you can coach others in how to be a more realistic expression of the kingdom in their world. And that you can also be, in a sense, collaborating together with local church pastors See, marketplace leaders and pastors coming together in a dynamic cross-pollination so that we can begin to bring transformation to our cities, our neighborhoods, and the different businesses and organizational structures in our world. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is what we're all about. Yeah. Yeah, we just heard a testimony when we were in Germany of a group of people that had um, a barbecue. They did Korean barbecue out in their um, driveway and invited the neighbors and they got to know their neighbors and then sometimes it would rain and they'd have dinner inside and they did it intentionally to stretch their own faith and their skill set about living out loud for God. And um, it, it's intimidating if you've never shared your faith, you, you feel maybe pushy, maybe they'll reject me, maybe, but um it's about loving people. It's about getting into their lives, seeing what their needs are. Can I pray for you? Can I help you? Um, sometimes God asks us to lead with um, a gospel message. That's that's preaching the gospel is is right on. But oftentimes God has us live out loud with people. You might want to start an art studio and. Um, you know, as people are painting, say, what what is this evoking in you? What kind of feelings are you having? Where do those feelings come from? Where do our mindsets come from? What is your spirituality? Like, the, like our spiritual life, it can be broad and creative and alive and, and make us come alive. We can know that we're on track and doing what God is leading us to do because life will lead it. Even when it's hard, there'll be a, a, um, a whiff of inspiration towards it and it will hold us in to keep going. Amen. So as we wrap this up now, we just thank you for listening. We thank, thank you for you. hearing what we're doing. Um, let me give you some practicals, you know, let me just actually back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, we love God's presence and power and we love the supernatural dynamics of the kingdom. And we mostly, you know, or many times minister among churches that are really going after more of God's presence, more of his power, more healing, more freedom, more openness, more creativity. But we also really value the super practical. Yes. We want to be able God. to bring together the supernatural and the super practical into a dynamic union so that we can give you real tools in your toolbox to be the world changer that God's called you to be. So here's a couple of key things you can do right now. Obviously, as I said earlier, go online, sign up for our newsletter. As soon as you sign up for the free training, you'll, you'll be on the list to receive our newsletter. It's a weekly newsletter that shares about our next speakers. Uh, one of the other things we do is in the first Wednesday of every month, we have an open house. 
So if you're not a member, you're welcome to come and join us. You're welcome to, and you'll be notified of that. You're welcome to check out the speakers we have and some of the vision we're presenting. Um, the rest of the, the weeks are for members only because we really want to sow into our, our the ones who are committed to us. We want to really strengthen them and their call to be leaders. Mm -hmm. But we want you also to consider joining us. You can join on a monthly basis, or you can join on an annual basis at a discount and really become part of what we're doing. You get certain benefits from that. You get access discounted to Destiny Finder, to Pastor's Coach, to some of the other things we're doing. You get uh, obviously all the different gatherings that we're, that we're promoting. And then you also um, you know, get the honor of fueling a movement that we believe is organized not for the benefit of a few, but the benefit of the whole body of Christ and for the impact of that benefit upon the world around us. So we want you to take time, look at our website, explore, uh, sign up for the free training, and then join us next week. We're going to have Andy Bird on. He's just an amazing emerging leader, young leader who's actually uh, mobilizing thousands of young people to share their faith around yeah, the world. Yeah, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, hundreds of thousands, literally. I mean, we're not exaggerating in saying that. We went to a gathering uh, right before COVID broke out in, in, in three stadiums in Brazil, 150,000 young people. They filled three stadiums simultaneously yeah. on the same day. Yeah. I mean, just to for young people to just get involved. So join us next week. That's going to be mm -hmm. phenomenal. But every first week of every first Wednesday of the of each month, we're going to have an open house. You're welcome to join us. And please tell your friends. God is up to something new. He's doing something amazing. And this is just in its infancy. It's going to be growing over the next years. And we want to see the body of Christ empowered and equipped to be the world changers that Jesus called us to be. That's right. So Diane, final words? Hey, I already love you. Let's 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 join together and uh, help this needy world out. We're going to have fun together. Yeah, come on. Being the ambassadors of the kingdom, bringing God's kingdom to earth for his glory and for the honor of Jesus. God bless you all. Bless you. Bless you.